0: Welcome, Internet, to the Pixel Play Podcast, your weekly, some might say, greatest gaming podcast of all time. Who are those people? I don't know, but I'm sure someone's saying it somewhere, and we appreciate it. I am one of your hosts, Kalen, a.k.a. Catastrophe, joined as always by my co-host, Adam, CS Radical, and Chris at Jin and Chris. This week, we're going to be doing uh, some talking about the PlayStation event occurring in less than 20, 24 hours at this time of... Uh, recording, uh, you probably lo- almost live by the time you listen to this podcast, or maybe have if you're one of the later listeners. And we're also going to be talking about franchises we'd like to see rebooted a la Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, with that being said, I have a question for you guys. Have neither of you guys ever had a sore throat? I was listening to last week's podcast, and you guys were like, Kalen says he's got a burning throat, or his throat's on fire. And you guys were talking like I was weird for saying that. Have you guys never had a sore throat? Like, d- like sore throats burn don't they <laughs> they, they do
1: <laughs> i think we were just teasing you because it's fun to do that
0: <laughs> fair enough that just...
1: maybe adam is actually impervious to sickness and has never actually felt sickness before
0: i don't know what you're talking about my voice is
2: impeccable
0: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like my voice still has a little bit of like the sound like i'm coming off of a cold and then i had a wedding this weekend so like it's just not been good for my voice. Or I've got that deep, sultry podcasting voice. Welcome to the Play Podcast. I was gonna
1: say it's working for you for sure. It's like an episode <laughs> of Friends where Phoebe gets sick and she's like the best singer now because of it. So I think it's working for you. I mean, depending right.
2: on how sick I am, like I sometimes get full on like Michael Keaton Batman voice. It's just
0: it's fucking I'm weird. Batman. I just like I was surprised because I was listening to the podcast last week and you guys were talking about it, and you're like, Man, Kalen says he has like a his throats burning. And like I, you were talking like I, it was like some new marvel in medicine that like, oh, we got to get a sample of this because, you know, no one's ever had a burning throat before.
2: Look, the solution is you just don't get sick and we don't make fun of you.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. I have a three year old who's in daycare or as I call it, the biolab. <laughs> yeah. They've got they've got like diseases you've never even heard of. Look, that that, that sounds like a choice you made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it kind of is parents out there know what i'm talking about yeah we call our daycare the biolab just because the stuff that gets brought home from i'm, there I'm, so- I'm sorry
2: do you hear that that's right nothing because there's nothing yelling in the background here
0: <laughs> so uh gentlemen let's uh let's save the media topic let's save the playstation for the for the latter half i feel like that is the bread and butter of this podcast uh episode um what quickly have you guys been playing? I'm still working on Jedi survivor. I think I'm getting close to the end, um, but I am absolutely loving it. The only grip, and I'm sure Chris, you and I will probably do a, a segment when I'm actually done. The big grip I have for it. And there's no spoilers here is I just wish that there was more places to visit. I feel like I'm jumping from the same two and a half places, you know, from mission to mission and it's getting kind of repetitive i kind of wish that there was smaller smaller worlds and more of them yeah i 100 percent
1: agree with that point because i i felt the same thing i was replaying in my head like with jedi fallen order wasn't there like everything was smaller and there was more of them
0: yeah because i I I feel like five or six yeah five that you're bouncing between and then there was like one i think at the end that you kind of went for like the end of the game yeah yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. This one feels like
1: they went with less worlds and much bigger because I, I could definitely feel like the collectathon on like one planet in this one being like a lot where I never hmm. felt that with Fallen in order. Because if I did one planet at a time, I never felt like one planet was like overwhelming where it's like, oh, there's just too much to explore or too much to find here.
0: It was like that sweet yeah. spot where that was just enough where this well, one for yeah, me. That's much- I think for me, the problem is, is, it's just the lack of a variety? Like you're basically either in a forest planet or you're in a desert planet. And it's like, OK, that's kind of like Coruscant was cool to see. um, But that's like short lived. Uh, and so far, there's been no reason to return it to it yet. Um, And then there's like the moon that you go to, which is kind of boring. I just oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of wish there was like more like, hey, you know, like here's the ice level. Here's like, I don't know, Mustafar or something like that. Like, I just feel like it's star Wars and you can only think of two and like, once again, we're back on a desert planet in star Wars. Like, come on. Um, but I'm loving it. I did have a funny, funny bug though. Um, it's been performing great. Like, uh, I, I think that the hate that it's been getting is a little overrated or whatever, but there was an, uh, part where I was doing a cutscene and I was talking to Grease in the cockpit and it would cut to him talking and then it would cut to Cal and in the background, they had Grease doing something behind in the kitchen, and it just felt like something you would see in like a like low budget TV show. Like you know, they weren't paying attention, and like the extras back there making a cup of coffee. And yeah, it was just it was kind of funny because it'd be like, I'm clearly having a conversation. Like Grease is talking to me. I'm talking to him. Grease is there. Looks back to me. Grease is now behind me by like fifty feet.
1: Yeah, that's that, really funny. I know the exact uh cutscene because that's exactly what happened to me, too. it's oh, like, okay, I so it wasn't talking me. to this person. Yeah, why is he all <laughs> set in the background also cooking? Why is he here twice? What's going on? You sure yeah, that's I not just thought... canon? Oh, there's multiple greases.
0: <sighs> yeah, oh, there's some oh.
1: deep seated lore here.
0: Yes, yeah, you know, we're now getting into the multiverse of Star Wars. uh Adam, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? I know it's been a week since... Like, we haven't we didn't chat last week. What what have you been up to?
2: Uh, I finally got around to trying um, Trails in the Sky, the uh, Legend of Heroes Trails mm-hmm. in the Sky, so I finally got around to playing the beginning of the entire arc that I played through the four Cold Steel games of. Um, I was telling Chris about it because I know he's really interested in starting that, and he wants to start it from scratch where I'm at now. It's one of those games where I I love the game for the same reason I like Cold Steel, the world building is really good, the characters are really well done. The battle system I still think is great. But since this is a, this is an older game, I think it was originally on the PSP when it came to us the first time. Um it's uh it's a JRPG from the older days, aka it's a much bigger piece of shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> it is not nearly as nice. So in most games you can you can overpower things pretty well. I mean in Cold Steel you never technically can over level because eventually XP does kind of go away. Like it it scales based on your level. So if you're higher than the level, I think of like most of the enemies in the area, you're going to start getting less and less XP to the point that you start making almost nothing. But the quartz or for, or materia for those who are more in need of Final Fantasy speak, the things you can set on your characters generally can push you over the edge. Where I'm at in Trails in the Sky there's not really that possibility. You just have spells. That's all you have. You don't have anything... Like, you have a couple of status effect dealing things, but it's always 10%, so it's not exactly going to make or break a battle. Whereas, like... I was telling Chris this example, so I'll tell you the same thing, Cale. And by the end of Cold Steel 1, because I just finished that too, because I've also been playing that as well in preparation of the next game coming out in July, I had a character who his... um. His main gimmick is that every time he kills something, he gains skill points back. And depending on how many enemies you kill, you might be able to completely re-get all the skill points you spent to do that skill and just one-shot everything, and you didn't cost you anything. And I got to a point where I could do that, and I also had a quartz that would allow me that the first attack that character does is doubled. So I could just walk up to a a group of five enemies, hit the skill, watch all of them die, and I make my skill points back. Uh, Trails in the Sky doesn't have this at all. And in fact, uh, the XP scaling is much more aggressive. So you're almost not able to grind. If you gain like one level in an area, there's a pretty good chance you're not going to want to gain any more levels there because you're probably already too overleveled for it. So... In a way, the game is designed so that you're going to have to stay on your toes. You're going to have to actually, you know, make some intelligent decisions, which uh, as a JRPG gamer is not what I want because I'm not playing on Nightmare Difficulty. Thank you very much. But it's mostly fair enough that you can get by as long as you save up your skill energy and you have enough to do like a much more stronger attacks early on. The only problem that I have is that they have an issue in my opinion with agility in that if you walk into a fight, even if they're easier enemies, if there's seven enemies and you have three party members, you you may not lose the fight, but you're going to lose more than half of your HP just on the basis. You can't kill them fast enough. So there's a point where it feels like to the, it almost feels unfair to you. And then you'll go into a boss and I don't know if it's, if it's the AI intentionally, but they will hard target somebody and not stop. And the game will give them two turns instead of one. You don't have time to heal them because they're just like, you, fuck you, die. And you're like, that's great. That was my healer. What am I supposed to do now? Items are really expensive in this game. I don't have that many items to use. What am I to do now? Uh, there's not even a spell I can use to ho- to revive them yet. I have to use these items that I don't have too many of. Great, that's what I want. So I've been fighting that here and there. At least it's nice for the most part, especially with um a uh, monster chest because monster chests can tend to be pretty stupid. You can save and run from the chest fight and just reset and just reset your uh your save back to where it was. So you can just quickly go back to it. Boss battles is a little bit different. You'll have to go through the cutscene. There's no cutscene skips. You're just going to be hammering the A button until you get through it, which is a shame, but it's an older game. You don't exactly have to skip button on every single one of these. But as it stands, like, I finished the first three chapters. Technically, it's two chapters because they don't count the prologue as a chapter, but it's a prologue in chapters one and two. And it's really good. And as someone who's played a much more in the future game, it's kind of interesting now. Though I've never played Trails in the Sky before to actually go into it with some knowledge. So at least I'm going like, oh, hey, that's you're gonna Oh, I know where you're going to be in, in, in five games. But it's still interesting to kind of go back and be like, oh, so that's why you're this way. OK, OK, I see what's going on here. And then also, like, I'm kind of spoiled because I know literally what happens at the end of the first game. So I'm like, I'm playing the first game going... You're not fooling me, game. I'm not stupid. I, I've, I've read the script. You're, you know, you're not fooling me on this, but it is, it is what it is about when you're talking about a game that's more than 10 years old. You're, it's just kind of inevitable. It's like anybody playing Final Fantasy VII, the original for the first time. No matter what you've done, you probably know that Aerith is dying, okay? Wow. Spoilers. I'm not apologizing now we, we'll get into that conversation we we'll potentially talk about the showcase where you know we go into rebirth potentially but hey i'll save that for later but yeah i'm i'm probably a th- quarter or a third the way through the first trails in the sky game and it's it's really good though it shows its age and definitely the how in the time it was definitely geared towards being a little bit more for hardcore jrpg guys because it's definitely a lot harder but it's it's not to the point that it's 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 Taking me away from it so much as I'm just getting a little bit cranky in a few spots, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, that game does not sound like it's for me at all. You don't sound like a JRPG <laughs> guy to begin with. No, no, and this no. does not sell me on it. <laughs> yeah, this, look, Chris
1: is not the Kalen game. No, no. <laughs> look, me, me. <laughs> I'm look, not into JRPGs. I'll,
2: I'll just scoot, oh, That's the wrong way. I'll scoot on this side of the screen, and it'll be
0: fine. <laughs> Chris, what about you? What have you been playing? Tears of the Kingdom.
1: Uh, so yeah so I finished Jedi Survivor I got through the whole thing I did all the meaningful side quests and got all the trophies I wanted to get uh, I'm proud of myself for actually stopping with a couple of the collect-a-thon trophies that are like find one of every single one of this one mineral on this one planet like that kind of stuff I was like okay like I got like 47 more to go and they're all in like really hard to find i don't want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. um so i was proud of myself for that but the otherwise like the game itself amazing like it's it's it was amazing the whole way through um loved that but yes i did switch over to tears of the kingdom i actually had finished jedi survivor and the burning shores dlc for um horizon Mm -hmm. Uh, adam just like you i i did the main story i loved the main story quests and stuff but i didn't really do anything side quest wise or like find all this extra like little stuff like the new again i'm like, pretty sure you know, half of something. that
2: map is still undiscovered by me in that game
1: yeah same actually very much same <laughs> but i did love the actual continued story and stuff i i forgot how pretty like caitlin i think you had said this like a couple podcasts ago like how pretty that game Mm. is and it was funny because coming from jedi survivor i was like oh now that i'm on quality mode this actually looks really good on the ps5 and everything and then i went to burning shores and i'm like damn what the hell this game is beautiful like it's insane just how good that game looks obviously optimized for the ps5 but yeah runs i do the 60 frames per second and it like at no point am i like oh i'm missing out on the pretty graphics because it's set to Mm. 60 frames like man that game just is beautiful to look at i took so many screenshots i went into photo mode way too often i was like man i'm not getting anywhere um but yes i did switch over to tears of the kingdom uh i'm not very far in it just because i was finishing jedi survivor and ended up putting like close to 40 hours in that uh and then burning shores and stuff i wanted to make sure they were out of the way because i knew once i was in zelda i was gonna be stuck there for a while um, I'd say I'm about 4 hours in, like past that initial like tutorial island that they always have and the intro and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. the game is for me cuz I loved Breath of the Wild like beautiful and it runs flawlessly um for like a Switch game obviously when I say flawlessly there's no like 60 fps mode or something like that, but the game runs flaw- flawlessly. It sounds amazing cuz it's got the same kind of like super chill soundtrack and It's just that addicting gameplay of like, all right, there's a shrine there. I got to get to it. How do I get there? And you just kind of like use the tools that's given to you. This game, I would definitely say if anybody had any gripes with like traversing the land in the first game, this one has stuff that makes it a little bit easier. Um, And this isn't spoilers or anything, but Breath of the Wild was very much just here's Hyrule. And now they've added kind of um, like floating islands and there's high, high I mean, rule. Yeah. There's high, high rule. And then there's low rule. <laughs> and then there's jail rule. No. Um, yeah, there's, uh, like an underground area. I haven't really gotten there or anything yet, but apparently it's like, basically the map is now tripled because it's you're in Hyrule. You can go down at any point, And then those sky islands, you can go up pretty much all over Rule. They are there, but right off the bat, they give you some stuff um like one ability which you see in the trailers it just lets you teleport one floor up as long as there is a solid floor above you and it lets you know like red or green like yes you can use this move you just teleport up one floor to get there and it's super super convenient when dealing with stuff like towers or like there's a mountain you need to climb but then you notice one piece of the mountain sticks out a bit over there and you're like oh i wonder oh i don't need to climb this mountain i can just use this so it's kind of like It is very much like a sandbox feel to it where there's multiple ways to do stuff and it really is up to you and it's extremely sandboxy with the uh, building mechanic that you've seen in all the trailers too. I've already been using that and playing around with it. It's insane that the stuff you can just make and it like works as intended. You'd think it wouldn't, but like they must've programmed it stuff where they knew kind of stuff people were gonna build. I built like gliders where I threw a fan on the back and I was like, screw it. I don't even wanna run across this island. I'm gonna fly. And then I did. Like, it's just, you can do all this crazy stuff as long as you find, you know, stuff lying around. But even then, it's like, you need a log to build a raft, cut down three trees. All the trees you would have normally seen in Breath of the Wild, you can cut those down now. You don't even, it doesn't even look like you can, but then you just do. Um, but yeah, like, the, even just the story, like, from what it is, there is a lot more story, and this is a lot more linear compared to Breath of the Wild. It's still very open world sandbox even compared to like a lot of like open world games like an assassin's creed or something at least their main missions are like hey go here and do this this has actually got some of that which is a lot different from before where it was like all right so you're in hyrule it's probably a village you need to go to and four dungeons you know figure it out here it's like okay you need to go speak to this very specific person this is your next task It's just that as you're on your way to that task, you're like, is that a shrine? Oh, is that something I can climb? Oh, what is that? I should go look at it. And it's like you keep getting distracted, but you want to. It's not like you feel you have to because of like, oh, there's collectibles I need. It's like, no, I might find a piece of equipment that makes it where I can withstand cold more. So if I want to climb a cold mountain, I no longer have to worry about cooking specific berries that give me 10 minutes of cold resistance or whatever. Like yeah and they again got rid of that like it's still in the game one of the shrines like right at the beginning had you quickly cook and do that to teach you cooking as soon as you got up there you found a pair of pants that immediately just made it that you didn't have to do any more cooking so they like it's almost like they're poking at what you knew from the last game and they're like hey you're probably used to this here's some pants you don't need to deal with anymore hey you probably were used to climbing all the time here's a new power which lets you just jump up and go up one floor so it's kind of like it's still there. You could do it the old way if you want, but obviously it's just they're right away tackling some of the stuff that was probably annoying in the first game.
0: See, you're kind of like, like selling on me, because like I, when it came out and I was talking about this on our Discord, by the way, check out our Discord link tree to uh, forward slash pixel play podcast. Um, or sorry, pixel podcast, whatever. Um, the thing I had with Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild is I hated that game. Like I tried so hard. I played like 20 hours of it. Like I did all the dungeons and then I'm like, I'm going to go fight. I don't know, Ganon or whoever the hell it is at the top of the castle. Long story short, I got my ass kicked and I'm like, oh, okay, you clearly want me to go and screw around for another 20 hours to get myself prepared for this. I'm not doing that. And I just noped out. The problem I felt with Breath of the Wild, and we're not going to go into a whole spiel of Breath of the Wild, but like, I felt that that was a game where they drop you in a high roll and they're like, have fun. And I'm like, doing what? And they're like, having fun. And it was like, there wasn't much there. I felt like cool mechanics and cool ideas, but nothing done with them. Sure. I can go do shrines, but I felt like those weren't really rewarding. Um, I hated the weapon degradation. I, I know you can get like the, the sword and the shield and then they don't, but then they broke and you have to like use your other garbage stuff for 20 minutes. And it, like, I just felt that like it was a neat idea with not a, like a neat idea with not a lot of meat on the bones. If, I didn't, if someone doesn't like Breath of the Wild, is, should they explore Tears of the Kingdom, or is it more of the same? If you didn't like Breath of the Wild, you're not going to like this one. I think, so it's definitely improved a lot. Um,
1: mm-hmm. There's more dungeons. There's um, not as much open. Like, it's, it's, it's just as open. It's as still open, fact. Yeah. It's, it's three times more open now, because there's like mm-hmm. three different areas to explore. But the actual main quests are a lot more linear that's Mm. what i've noticed so far i am only four hours in but even from other people that i know that have it and have been playing it they've kind of been saying the same thing and this game even has side quests now Mm. so like i was immediate like they have the i won't spoil anything but obviously as in the it's very similar zelda's in the game yep yeah zelda's in the game yeah um it's kind of like all right so intro to the game You end up on a tutorial island, typical Nintendo fashion. They don't tell you what to do. It's just like, hey, there's three shrines. You got to get to it. And each one's in cold. One, you kind of need to kind of build something to get there. Like, it teaches you the new mechanics right away. And it's like, okay, cool. Now you're on Hyrule. Thanks for playing our tutorial. But once you land on Hyrule, it's linear as hell. Because... You drop down, and it's like, all right. first thing is, you should check in with the people that you know. Because it's a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild, so characters from that game and everything are there. But again, that's not a big deal, because even Nintendo put out a seven-minute recap of the last game that just gives you the important story points, and then you're good to play this game. Like, honestly, it covers it. I watched it real quick, because it's
0: been six years. Seven seven minutes, and it covers the important... There's not even seven minutes of important content on there. Like, there's (laughs) not
1: much in that game. It's it's basically the the people you meet, the characters you had to meet to open the four mm-hmm. dungeons that existed in Breath of the Wild. It's those mm-hmm. story points of meeting those four people, then facing the final boss, and then like the final final version of the boss, and then the ending. Like it's really is just like that. It's it's very straightforward. Mm-hmm. This game already has pretty much more story than the previous game already, because um, you land and off the tutorial island, and it's like, all right, go to this village and check in with the people you already know you get to that village. Okay, cool. Um, you know, we're trying to investigate what happened in the intro and I won't spoil anything, but go speak to the the captain over there, go talk to him. And then you make your way over there. And again, it, it sounds like it's just like move from point to point. It, it is a lot more interesting than I'm making it sound. And it just happens to be that along the way you see a shrine and you know, I was like, Oh my God, I want to do that shrine. Um, and it teaches, and usually it's like using a mechanic or it's using a specific type of, um, of uh, battle like you know using some of the mechanics for actual melee combat or bow using the bow or something um, but then you go there and it's like all right let's head back let's do this next thing okay let's introduce where you can rest and you can shop and everything here because now this is kind of like a hub that you can come back to which again breath of the wild didn't have so like they're kind of introducing more common things from open world games that weren't in Breath of the Wild. Mm. Um, But also it still holds that if you wanted to just go explore, build stuff, find random things, you absolutely can. Uh, It just is a little bit more linear. If you really hated Breath of the Wild, I think it would depend on what. If it was like, the game is okay, I just wish it was more linear, this game might be something you'd actually enjoy. If you still hate that the weapons break, that still happens in this game. If you still hate the stamina bar that you have to improve over time, that is still there. Um, If you hate The Legend of Zelda where you start with three hearts and need to work your way up by getting heart containers, obviously you're going to hate this game too because it's (laughs) going to have that. Um, But again, I feel like they have improved on it a lot that some people might be swayed to enjoy it more because like with the weapons breaking, I remember when I first started Breath of the Wild, I was looking for weapons in the beginning. I kept running like low on them in this one... I was on the tutorial island, and I already had to drop, like, four weapons to pick up four better ones. Like, Mm -hmm. just from one battle, and these enemies dropped four weapons way better than I had, and I dropped four things and picked up four new things. And I've been at max weapons um, already. I know you can, like, expand on that later, but, I mean, I'm walking around with, like, ten different swords or clubs or axes or or whatever it may be. Um, So, it definitely is improved but again it really does depend on what you don't like about breath of the wild still very open still when you're outside of the hubs will feel still a bit empty compared to like jedi survivor there's a lot more enemies and stuff as you're going around this one is a little more calming where it's like this forest and then all of a sudden there's these four or five enemies patrolling that you'll run into like they don't have enemies as often they don't have Hmm. people as often but they have multiple village hubs now That you actually go to can rest fill up your hearts do shopping um pick up side quests you know all that kind of stuff um it even seems like the towers like i remember in the last game in order like assassin's creed style climb a super tall tower i think that that might even be changed too because i'm at the first one and it seems like it's something that you can just activate When you find it, like, I don't know if you have to necessarily climb all of them, but I can't Mm. confirm that because I'm only at like the first one. And this one might just be kind of a gimme, but again, they have like all the different traversal, like just climb up one floor and all that kind of stuff. So it might be different the way you climb it. Cool. Um, yeah, so it, it is tough. I still don't think that if there's somebody who really hated Breath of the Wild, that this may be like the best game they've ever played. Um, because it is still very open and all that kind of stuff. But if there was only some gripes you had with Breath of the Wild, um, you know, like it not being linear enough, not enough dungeons and not enough like actual people and village hubs and cities and stuff to explore, those have been improved a lot, like a lot. And I'm enjoying this way more. Breath of the Wild, it took me like a long time before it clicked. And then this one, it clicked instantly because all of the gripes I had from the beginning of Breath of the Wild, gone like just they got rid of it right away so i don't know it's still kind of up in the air and i wish nintendo kind of had a demo literally that that was like four hours long because even the first two hours is the tutorial island and that really isn't when like it was good but it like got real good once you land down in hyrule and it's like all right mission time let's start doing all these main quests and getting the story going
0: cool yeah you kind of sold me on it i think i might check it out probably not right, right away but eventually
1: yeah there's a way to rent it or borrow it or something i don't know that would yeah. be key because yeah. even if just trying it for a day for four or five hours or a weekend
0: that would be the best way i would say yeah i think that's what i'm gonna do um pivoting into the uh this week's topics uh let's start real quick with uh what might be a little bit of a shorter one so we got uh, an announcement that mortal kombat is rebooting again Uh, we're getting going back to mortal Kombat one stupidest Um, name really i don't think it's that bad
2: i hate it i'm really sick and tired of games doing the or even with like xbox doing the same thing i don't understand why you're going to one it's not the original stop doing that if it's a sales thing that's working i'm really mad at us for making that possible but like to me if you're rebooting mortal Kombat for the third time as well, um, you can just call it Mortal Kombat something. Mortal Kombat 1 just doesn't feel right, especially, like, I'm sure to new players, they don't give a shit, but, like, mm. if you've been there since the very beginning, you've played Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 and 3, and technically you've played Mortal Kombat 1 again already, except that it was Mortal Kombat 9, but they didn't put a number next to it. So, like... Yeah. It's to me it's just an OCD thing where I just go no it's not it's not 1 it's 12 stop lying to me I'm not stupid
0: See I'm of the opposite I think it's excuse me I think it's really smart to do it this way like I think you have problems where like how do you distinguish that this is sort of a jumping in entry for someone who's not into or who hasn't played Mortal Kombat for a while and like I think of something like do you call it just like Mortal Kombat whatever like Mortal Kombat origins or something, but like that doesn't even mean anything anymore. Cause we have like Assassin's Creed origins and that is not a reboot. That's like,
2: well, I think it's my know, argument reimagined. is like,
0: what do you call the next game after this? Mortal Kombat two, whatever the hell you want to call it. But I think having that denotion, like cause Mortal Kombat, the first Mortal Kombat wasn't called Mortal Kombat one. It was just called Mortal Kombat. Right. So we don't technically have a Mortal Kombat. But well, We 1. can also
2: decipher that it was one because the follow-up to it was two. So you kind of just make that inference,
0: right? Yeah, You're making an inference, though. It's not called Mortal Kombat 1. It's Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2. Now we have Mortal Kombat 1 in that if I'm new to the franchise, I can say, oh, Mortal Kombat 1, like this is a starting point. From there on, you can call it Mortal Kombat, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, except two because we already have that. But like the idea is it, it denotes that this is a starting point for it um in the same way that like if you look at something like Doom 2016 like Doom 2016 is a terrible name like they call it just Doom because it was once again a reboot of it and no offense it's a terrible name because now we don't have Doom 1 we have Doom 2016 and if they had called it Mortal Kombat whatever like Mortal Kombat with no 1 we would have just been like oh 2023 or like Mortal Kombat 2023 or 23 or something like that i think having the name while kind of stupid like it's not the most original name it's a good way to kind of denote like hey this is a new saga like the same way that comic books do like hey we're starting over the previous lore doesn't matter like mortal Kombat 1 to 11 doesn't matter like you don't need to know that lore like this is a fresh point point. and i think that's the name isn't that bad personally
2: look dude do, does it really matter in the end no like i said it's literally just an ocd thing and, uh, but let's be honest, it wasn't done out of any creativity thing. It was done as a sales thing. It's done as a marketing thing. That's all 100%. it is. And oh. I'm tired of that happening because it means it works. And I don't like that that works. It shouldn't work. We should look at that and go, that's not the first one. <laughs> like Xbox One to this day is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. And yet, of course, it sold well. So what do I know? But yeah, that's why I'm not making the big bucks naming things i am just just, just here on a podcast yelling at things that's my job
0: i like i don't know like i don't think anyone's gonna buy mortal kombat one and then be disappointed that it's not the 1994 i'm not saying it's gonna be a disappointing game because of the name
2: i'm just saying the name is dumb (laughs) that's all i'm saying
1: i uh, i think they should have named it mortal kombat 360 and then the next one could have been mortal
0: kombat series k that makes sense that makes sense um see mortal Kombat get rebooted like i think mortal Kombat is due for a reboot because that lore is just getting way too convoluted like i have n- i've dropped out a long time ago i don't care like i am og like mortal Kombat three the one that was on the n64 like that's pretty much where i Four. Like, thank you that's where i peaked. where you had like the the 32 or 40 characters or whatever where you started getting like the robots and stuff like that's pretty much where i was like i'm good here like this is i'm out I'm I'm, yeah. I'm exiting off the ramp. Like,
2: it's it's a pretty telltale sign that whoever is working as the writer at Netherrealm needs to be cut because this is the third time they've had to reset the universe in this series, and the game is legitimately just supposed to be ninjas, like ripping each other's limbs off. Like that. Let's not kid ourselves. That's really what this game is, and yet they've done such a horrible job at keeping a universe around that they've now had to reboot it again because. For some reason, they thought, hey, let's bring the series back with Mortal Kombat 9. And then in the following
0: game, they're like, hey, let's start killing people off. And it's like. Well, I think, Adam, I think the opposite. I think we need to give, like, an award to, like, the writers at Netherrealm, because they have somehow made 11 games, not including the spinoffs, and yet have somehow made a whole lore about, hey, these guys are fighting these guys, and, like, they've held it together with so many characters so many times. And, like, it's Mortal Kombat. Like, it's not like they're writing, like,. Shakespearean level, well, like, and the it's... argument is why bother rebooting because it's not like the story matters, and that's exactly the thing. I don't think it does matter. It's like, sure, cool, we're starting over. These guys hate those guys. Why shut up? It doesn't matter. Go kill them. <laughs> yeah, shut well, up. I shut mean, up. the cut the mistake they made is that with 11, they were like, all right, time travel, and we're like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> why is, how is it that time travel is the thing that like you draw the line at it's mortal combat you've got li- no it's because time
2: travel that like, that's why everything got screwed up and they had to reboot it because literally the end of the game is they went back and reversed everything so and they have to reboot are. it because now are, everything's fine
1: yeah, I think that's why they did the time travel. Yeah. They're like, we got to reboot this. How do we do it so we don't upset the people who like the and lore? And they only got through the three games to do it.
2: Over. They like That's the crazy part. They only made it, what, three games before they had to do it again? You guys yeah, literally rebooted yeah. it with Mortal Kombat 9, refreshed stories 1, 2, and 3, and stories I use loosely because it's Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. They didn't have stories. It was just walls of text that was sort of implying things were happening in the background. So they redid that, and then Mortal Kombat X came out. They started killing people off, and then Mortal Kombat 11, and they were just like time travel.
0: Yeah, I love the fact that like it makes no sense. Like, there's like Mortal Kombat lore is just ridiculous. So you've got like inter like dimensional fighting tournament where you've got literally people who are skeletons shooting ice out of their hands. Like you've got all that, and then you've got basically Dave Batista. And somehow he's <laughs> holding his own in this tournament, like Johnny Cage. You're is right. Like, Dave Batista should be Jax. I mean, don't no, no, I was going with he was Johnny Cage. Like if you think about it, he literally Dave Batista is like, not, too like, big for Johnny Cage. <laughs> I'm saying from a profession standpoint, if you think about it, like they're basically Hollywood actors who I assume have some level of fighting, and like, and are big Hollywood actors, and that to me is Dave Batista. Like he did yep. UFC. He's a famous movie star. Like he's basically Johnny Cage. Like. I don't even know if like someone like maybe like Danny Yang maybe I don't know like but it's just like a no way are those... Dan,
1: but they already <laughs> used him as Guile for Street Fighter <laughs> so, <they
0: can't... laughs> so I was thinking with the uh, with these with Mortal Kombat getting rebooted are there any other games that you feel need to hit the reset button and I have one candidate I think there's the pr- one prime candidate that needs to have a full out reboot.
2: Now, are we talking about as like Creed. it's active or are we talking anything no. that just needs like to get like somebody to either hit the restart button just at all?
0: No, I'm not talking about like, hey, let's get this franchise up and running. We're not resuscitating it. We're like this one needs to hit like hit reset. All the cannons gone. We're starting fresh. And for me, that's Assassin's Creed. I think Assassin's Creed has just yeah, been that was way I had two too that big was and
1: bloated. One of my two like yeah. holy crap what the hell's going on anymore <laughs> like,
0: it's so just... convoluted and like ridiculous they just need and i've always said this if i was if they said hey calen we're throwing you a bunch of money how do we make assassin's creed good because i think they were saying that they're leaning on assassin's creed to like revive ubisoft and i'd say like get rid of all the stupid precursor whatever alien time travel 2012 bullshit get rid of all that and literally just make it like hey there is a secret organization that fights another secret organization in some sort of shadow war. These are the stories. And you can yeah. have, like, back and forth where it's just like, hey, remember this thing that you learned in history class? It was actually a secret war that was going on between the Templars and the Assassins. And, like, that was that's so all it good is. back
1: then. When that's all it was, like, yeah, it had the, like, 2012 stuff, but that was interesting mm. just because they did have a small story that was, like, five minutes each time, just in mm. the original games. After that, it went yeah. fucking AWOL. AWOL. But, um... It was like, yeah, there was assassins and Templars. And in history, these two organizations actually actually existed. Mm-hmm. Of course, they embellished it to the hell where it's like, it's actually been since the dawn
0: of time, Adam and Eve. They go by know, different names. Like, no, no, no. Don't even do the Adam and Eve. That's, we're, we're, we're cutting that yeah. too. That's gone too. It's literally just, hey, there is these two organizations. One is about control and stability. One is about freedom and chaos. That's yeah. all it is. And they go by different names at different points in history. You've got assassins. You've got Templars. You could have like, I don't know, like the French Revolution. You could have like, um, I forget, uh, pirates and privateers or something like that. You could have like revolutionaries versus like redcoats. Like these two groups go by different names at any time, but they're always in the background pulling strings. That's all it needs to be. Just twisting
1: with history and making it about you being an assassin in that history. Because that's what everybody loved about the original games. Like, you'd meet Leonardo da Vinci, and he Mm -hmm. helped you make a freaking glider to get into the Templar castle. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the moments that made it so good. So I completely agree. This one just needs reset and make it about those two groups again and just tell those random stories. Because then you could just pick random moments in history that are kind of cool. There's a lot of it. And just make it
0: around that. Well, isn't it? Like, it's bonkers that we still have this whole, like, end of the world stuff from 2012. That was 10 years ago, and nothing happened. Turns out the yep. Mayans just kind of like gave up on the calendar. It wasn't actually prophesying anything. Turn, turns <laughs> out people thousands
2: of years ago weren't amazing, as amazing as math we thought they were.
0: No, they were. <laughs> they were. We just... Not like, as. Conquistadors, just, conquistadors yeah. just wiped them out. That was the thing. You know what? Stop right the up. clock from making, then making the next one? Conquistadors. That's what it was.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a calendar. It just goes back to January.
0: Just, yeah if you go to like calendar incorporated <laughs> and like they shut down tomorrow guess what there's no calendars for 2024 and it's not like it's going to be like in a thousand years people are like oh the people of 2023 and their wisdom knew that the world was ending in 2024 <laughs> like no it's like no we ran out of paper exactly <laughs> cut all the trees down what about you guys What what's like a franchise you think needs to like not once again not resuscitate we're not making new games we're just Hit and reset we're dropping all the cannon all the lore and we're starting from scratch we're taking the idea and we're starting at, at ground zero
2: here's the problem i don't know if there's a lot of games that fall into that category because a lot of the games that i think could work for it aren't really games that are like overarching stories like does call of duty need a reset i don't know if that really does anything i was originally going to say mass effect but i'm like it hasn't really done enough to really require one and just have one really shitty game um, you could go into games like Mega Man but Mega Man doesn't really I mean it has a story but it doesn't like nobody really like not that many people pay attention to it so it's kind of hard to go too deep into it because how many games are like severely lacking in, in a cohesive story and just need to have a reset button pushed on them that's not as easy but then I flipped my thought processing and went wait this is the only way that these games can be good like maybe half decent again for one instance. So there's my way. Madden, you need a reset. So they need to build the game from scratch again so they can't copy and paste it. So we we force EA to erase all of their work that they've done on it so they have to start from scratch. It's the only way. It's still going to be a piece of shit that you're going to be spending a shit ton of money on, but it might be a functional piece of shit that you still have to spend a lot of money on. Honestly, though, when I really sit down and think about it, i don't know if i can think of anything because like i mean i could say final fantasy just because i hate the direction it's gone in, but that's not really a reboot it's just wanting a final fantasy game that's rebuilt differently they're not they're not stories that carry over so it's really hard kingdom hearts doesn't work because it's story and it wasn't supposed to make sense to begin with so it doesn't make kingdom any hearts sense was to my number. It.
0: kingdom hearts was my number two hit the reset on that and like let's start over and make there's it no coherent. reset button you You just put another spiky
2: haired anime boy into it you put some disney characters into it that's all you gotta do just say something like oh he came from the darkness of the 348th parallel dimension and the data crossed over with this and kingdom hearts fans
0: will be like yeah that sounds about right this is what i'm saying though we have an opportunity that we can make it like Actually no We're no it from won't zero. trust me as
2: someone who loves that series there's no reset button that can help it <laughs> it won't work
0: chris what about you what's a franchise you think needs to hit reset and start over i'm, I'm actually torn between two
1: and i can't pick one so i'm just going to quickly say both
0: yeah. one is
1: uh, you know what they're both selfish i actually would love both of these so one of them is actually metal gear i know they haven't thank really you made one thank you that was, number three, that was number three
0: for me because number three for me i'm so con-
1: like it's so convoluted and everything's kind of like all right now we're in the 60s that's big boss that's not this guy okay cool that's oh wait boss, is it the little
0: boss liquid boss yeah. liquid snake
2: and it's like i didn't mention that one because i didn't think it was going to happen anyway
0: <laughs> yeah they just made a this brand, is brand not, new it's one it's actually happening this is us just you know it, willing things into existence.
1: Uh,
2: yeah you're right i did say Madden. we know that's not
1: happening <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like just bring back like metal gear solid one or metal gear one or whatever they're going to call it because they I mean even metal gear solid was a continuation to, from nes games it has to be metal called gear. metal gear
0: solid one because we already have a metal gear solid well you oh, could even at metal that point gear call
2: it metal gear black or just something diff- like something different to be like this establishing this is its new story and just yeah, start what over the one's again for.
0: that's what the one's for adam you're not paying attention
2: no <laughs> we're getting away from the ones
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to name it one just so I can yeah, see. If there's going to be a point. one next to right. oh,
2: something, it better be a name one... that
0: doesn't exist yet. Metal Gear Solid 1.1. We already have a 1.0. got a 1.1. There we, we go. 1. 1. I hate there
1: we go. <laughs> so yeah, Metal Gear Solid, just because get David Hayter again. He's Solid Snake, and it's just a story where he infiltrates the freaking place so that he can get like a thing. Like FC just start you're, not, you're
2: not getting David Hayter. You're getting Chris Pratt, and you're going to like it.
1: <laughs> whoa hey metal Metal. gear whoa (laughs) um and then the other one i had because and not as many people would would think of this but sonic the hedgehog because i have no idea what the fuck's going on in any of those stories anymore there's all these like new random animals all the time and now they're in different dimensions and all this crap the original sonic games were just like there's an evil doctor who wants to capture animals and turn them into robots so this blue hedgehog is going to stop him from ruining this perfect island of animals and that's what it was about that was like the first three games it was glorious and then sonic became a knight and then he found the seven rings and then he traveled to another world i don't know crazy crap and it sucks so sonic doesn't need a
2: reboot sega just needs to understand that sonic the hedgehog is not going to ever be a fully 3d open world game and just make your side scrollers and if you want to promote something else as your big your big like Budget sinker, do that. Sonic is never going to be that for you guys. Just make really solid fucking side-scrolling platformers, and people will be more than happy with that. Yeah. we, we talked. Like Sonic... We talked in the episode with with uh, Nav or Nave. I'm for, I'm for forgive my pronunciation for forgetting Dave. already, but um, we talked about. He's this not before. coming back like, anymore, I guess. We we need <laughs> we need studios to just commit to just making like solid forty dollar games. Sonic can be Sega's solid S tier. For lack of a better term, because it's Sonic, uh, S tier, like not full price game. That's just going to be perfectionism, as as what it's good at. Instead, they just keep trying to invent a formula that just doesn't exist for it.
1: Yeah, maybe that and, is and a reboot though. Probably, because like Sonic's end up now. He's in cities and he's fighting a silver hedgehog with Shadow the Hedgehog, and he's a hedgehog. And and going to be fair, using hedgehog. that
2: logic, Sonic's been rebooted like every two games. <laughs>
1: Like it's just supposed to be a little dude living on an island. He's like, "Hey, this robot's stealing all my animal friends. It tournament of robots. Fuck that! I'm gonna go free them and then punch the." Isn't it crazy to think about how the, the movie face. has a better
2: streak of being good than the games? As for like the longest time, to be yeah. Fair. Know, and all the made. movies
0: need to do is make two good movies. To be fair, <laughs> I was gonna say Sonic has two two movies, and that was how many good games they had. Hey. <laughs> that was the, so that, was like, the that was that was their running game. Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog is incapable
2: of following up a good game. It just seems like they can't do it. As soon as one good one comes out, they're like, all right, how can we fuck up all this goodwill we just got
1: back? (laughs) Let's reboot it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's reboot it. Sonic is with a human girl. They kiss. He's in a city. Then the silver hedgehog comes. He has telepathic powers. Sonic (laughs) (laughs) 1.1. Like, just run fast on an island and there's birds everywhere. Like, that's it. That's the image. Yeah, so Sonic, but that's that's just because I'm so upset with all of those games sometimes. And Metal Gear, because that one actually financially and for us and the actual, like, Konami and everything makes sense for everybody. Like, yeah, I, just I, I wouldn't want...
2: want a reboot to go back to Snake. I think it'd be really interesting if they just cut it off. Because, I mean, technically in the story, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 was the end. So just keep going in the future with just somebody else. Like, I think it, it would benefit them to just... I know it. I know it pissed people off initially, but like, I think they need to move away from Snake. Or if they're just going to make another clone, fine, whatever, do your thing. But like, the David Hater stuff, like, it's done. Like, people, stop. Like, you're never going to get that back, especially with Kojima gone now. You're not getting this back the way you think it is. It'd be better if we just start anew and then just I- hope, hope to God that they don't make a make another Metal Gear Survive. That's it.
0: I disagree with you so much on that one because I think Metal Gear is a cool idea. I and this is gonna be a hot take. I don't think it was in good hands with Kojima. Kojima has cool ideas, but well, that's why I'm the saying is
2: don't like- bring back Solid Snake then because that's all people yeah. are going to associate with Kojima. Like start, start no, somebody new with it.
0: Make it with the Solid Snake character. Go to like the island and and find the Metal Gear and do all that, and then like make a coherent story and not get the, <laughs> for lack of a better way. The zaniness of Kojima, and I mean, you maybe have a maybe, if, solid, maybe I'm accessible yeah, maybe story. I'm
2: putting a little bit too deep into this, but I feel like that would be a really bad idea with the way that fans would treat it. Like I think, like, but they're fickle enough, maybe that they would just go back anyway if it gets good ratings.
0: But I think there's people like me who, like, I tried getting into like Metal Gear, and granted, I jumped in at four, which was not the place to jump in. That is jumping in the deep end of a wave pool at peak waves, not a good idea. But like, there's people like me who've heard about this, like the solid, like the, the metal gear franchise. And there's like cool ideas there. I've seen them, but it's just, it's so convoluted with like 40 minute, like anime, like shows in between each mission. And I'm just like, this is really self-indulgent. And I don't necessarily think that. that oh no, I don't. I'm not well going to sit here
2: and say that like the Kojima formula was perfect. I'm not coming at it as someone who has played all the games. I've only ever finished five. So mm. I've come in with not mm. really liking the old games. I played one and two, wasn't too big a fan of them. I'm saying this from the perspective of I know people who <clears throat> do not want to see another Metal Gear game without Kojima, so I imagine the downright vitriol that would happen if they were like we're resetting the franchise here, Snake, but not Kojima attached to it, I think they'd be more willing to accept a reboot if it was somebody else just because at least the nostalgia attachment's not on them so that they can come into with a fresher pair of eyes, potentially. But, I mean, like I said, it's very possible that if the game ends up being, like, solid, for lack of a better term, um, you know, I'm sure they'd come back anyway. I'm thinking from a PR perspective, it might be best to distance Solid Snake. You can go with another snake. Clones exist. We already exist in the world where there's clones.
0: You're already getting too convoluted on this, buddy. Like the, This is what we're avoiding. We're avoiding the weird convoluted clones. Then no snakes. clones and robotic hands. No, no snakes then.
1: No, we didn't have a snake. We just didn't use gaseous snakes. So it's Metal Gear gaseous and there's gaseous snake played by David Hader.
0: Speaking of Solid Snake <laughs> and Metal Gear, let's jump into the last topic of uh, this week because I can't deal with talking about clones and metal arms and robots and uh. Um, I was thinking for this we could do like I don't want to do like a list of just all the stuff that we predict for, for the show, because I mean, that's pretty, every podcast is doing that and we are not that original. So we are going to be doing that, but I just don't want it to be a long, uh, drawn out thing. So what I was thinking we could do is I was going to break it up into three sections. So we're going to do a three, two, one thing. Um, what I'd like to hear from you guys, and we can all we're probably to have similar ideas. I'd like to hear three games that you guys hope to see. And this could be long shots. This could be things that we've expect to hear from. Um, but three that you want to hear not necessarily that are going to happen we're not doing like predictions like who's going to be right because i don't know um three three games that you want to see two games that you think you'll see that you maybe don't care about um and one like shocking reveal like this might be something that like or like something that's like a prediction that's not necessarily tied to a game that we know about so this could be like Maybe a new IP that you want to see or maybe like Sony announces a new handheld, like basically something that's just not like, hey, we're going to see this game, like go for your your long shot one. Um, So I think we can kind of do like we'll all go through and we'll do our three games and then we'll do our three games. We want two games that we think will be there and then the 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 big like random kind of guess. So um, does anyone want to go first and what games that they want to see there?
2: Sure, I'll start. Mm hmm. Uh Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth I absolutely need to see there. I know they're going to show stuff off about 16. I don't care anymore. I think actually even like Final Fantasy fans are like guys, if you show another fucking 16 trailer, stop. We know the game's coming out next month. Cool it. We're already stoked. 7 Rebirth, I want to see a proper story and gameplay trailer that shows something whether it's Gold Saucer, I've specifically Gold Saucer, I'd like to see, but I want to see I want to see what they're doing, having Sid or Vincent, or I want to see somebody, you know, seeing the new design, if they're, if they're changing anything up, including a voice. That's all I want, really, with that. I really don't care. Obviously, a date I would like as well, but the most important thing is I just want to see more of what's coming up next. Um, The, the real shot, well, it's not a shot in the dark so much, but, like, I want to see something Persona-related, whether that means a remake of 3, which has been the rumor for a while, or a Persona 6 announcement. If I was leaning one way or the other, I'd want a six announcement before the three remake, but I feel like three remake is more likely. And then what I want to see beyond that, I want to see Wolverine gameplay. And I think that's probably going to happen, but I think that's a little less likely. I think they might show another tr- like cinematic trailer. I don't know if we get gameplay yet, but that's what I'd want to see. Because we already know that it's almost a guarantee that Spider-Man's coming out this year. So I want to see the next thing now. Cause we know what Spider-Man's all about. Like we don't need, if we get a gameplay trailer of Spider-Man two, is it really going to wow us? No, we know what it is. I want to see something with what Wolverine's going to do. I want to see if it ends up being a little more violent. I want to see, you know, what's that look like? Like, is it something more akin to like a Batman game? Or is it, is it something similar to Spider-Man, but just maybe a little more cutty-cutty, a little more, uh, little more bloody? I don't know. But that, those are the three things I think I'd want to see the most in terms of like my personal stuff. Because, I mean, the obvious things of like you know a Chrono game, because you know, they might be doing something with Square, is not happening. So I'm not going to go that far.
0: <laughs> cool. Chris, what about you? What are your three games that you want to see? Uh, so mine actually
1: kind of lines up with Adam's for the most part uh, I had Wolverine and Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth or whatever the next mm-hmm. one coming out is those two mm-hmm. just because we did get very sparse little bits of information and like teasers basically for both I think at this point I don't even know if we have anything for Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth uh, I want some actual meat and potatoes of those I want to see those games even if it's just a little bit of gameplay just a little bit more so it's kind of I can get a feel of what to expect. I feel like I already know what to expect from the Final Fantasy VII one. We just had the remake. It's going to be more of the same. But still, I'd like to see that. Um, and then for my third one, I don't know if this is even the right category, but I would actually want a new IP. And it does, I'm not even saying like it has to be like this big blockbuster, like going to destroy God of War kind of IP, but just like a new game from Sony. Um, yeah, there's a few studios that that could be And I know
2: Haven's been quiet for the two or so years That it's been around for I think Fire Sprite's been supposed I think that's the right studio They've been working on something for like four years And we haven't seen anything So yeah. there's definitely an well, opportunity I mean, for something to come out That might be a not nice even from like surprise those,
0: Not even from those unknown studios I mean, like, it's been a year since Horizon came out It's been, oh no It's been almost two years since Horizon came out um, so like, we don't know what gorilla is working on right now. I mean, I doubt that they had the full team working on burning well, shores I to those yep. because
2: I think it's more likely to see a new IP from those kind of studios than anything else, because I think some of the other studios are too, they're still probably more busy, like finishing up patches and maybe even DLC for some things like obviously burning shores being one example, but
0: but that's a small team. I imagine. And same. Yeah. Like, God but of I, I don't know even if I year. see
2: like, maybe, it, maybe there is a cinematic trailer from one of these studios, but like, I can't imagine it being anything like super substantial yet.
0: Mm. Well, I just think like, I would... we haven't seen that even like what Santa Monica's is doing. Like they finished God of War a year ago. The only ago. thing I can
2: think of is maybe something yeah. the Ben Studio is working on because it's been quite some time since Days Gone.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'd like something like even if it's just like like Gravity Rush style. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a Sony IP, but it's like you know smaller in scale. Oh, yeah. I mean, gonna that one... our,
2: we're gonna get our like five minute indie showcase yeah. at some point. Ugh.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean more like because I think Gravity Rush is a PlayStation.
2: Yep. first party yes. game right yep. it, but it was
1: like their portable like vita and psp game it's so the, it's the b tier b tier yeah. of the of the yeah it's, parties. it's 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 so double a no shade no like shade on,
0: on no shade yeah. on, on gravity rush but no. like us be yeah. real. it's not not yeah. everything has to be the 80 dollars yeah. epic
1: yeah and i i would like that and if that isn't there then you know what something like gorilla but they're bringing back like Killzone or something like was that is that what they yeah. had kill zone yeah. yeah yeah like, one of those coming back. like That or was actually like
2: going to be one of my reboot options before we established that it had to be something still running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say so it be so still I running. running. I was just saying, like, we're not putting a new well, entry. Well, zone's kind of that. been dead for a
2: while, so it didn't really count.
0: Mm. True. Um, for you? me, yeah. I would like to see uh, Ghost of Tsushima 2, or as I've always Ooh. called it, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty
2: how... sure we're going to get a cinematic trailer of that.
0: I think that's mm-hmm. probably where they're going to end it. If I was, not, I don't think
2: so.
0: You don't think oh, don't so? Know. No, we'll
2: we'll, we'll get to that, that, when we get to the next stuff, but I don't think that'll be our closer.
0: I think that'll be the closer. Like that'll be the one more thing. Because I think I think, and in this my, my opinion, that's
2: not a one more thing. Especially with the two options that are in my head, it's not a one more
0: thing. Ghost of Tsushima is not a one more thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ooh, fair enough. Interesting Whatever. debate. Interesting. Uh, the other one I'd like to see, and I'm like ninety percent certain that this is gonna happen. Uh. I want to see the Last of Us factions, and I think that I think oh, it's- is yeah. that the
2: point that I'm like, no, it's not going to be there because every time we like, oh, it's <laughs> got to be here this time, it
0: just doesn't show up. See, I think I think that that's what they open with. I think that would be a good opener. One. Yeah, yeah it might be that or that Spider Man too. Like, let's be un- honest, like, Spider In front of think- those two things, I think Spider Man's the too obvious of a choice.
2: But sometimes mm. the too obvious choice is the right choice. Let's also remember
0: that too. But I think if you want thing to get people you, ready, right at the start, you go with the heavy hitter that people already are ready for. My logic though, is that like Spider-Man is theoretically coming out in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so you want to put like a lot of time showing cinematic trailer story trailer. And I don't think that you do that as a starting scissor reel mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, I think you do like you start out with like someone running in the bush, like and everyone, cause then that gets people like, Oh, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? Someone running in the bush. And then like, you see them like, draw a bow or something and then you just hear like that like like that clicker like ah. and like then everyone just loses their fucking minds because it's like last of us factions also yeah. i'm so glad i have this cold like sore throat still going because that clicker <laughs> sound was amazing and I to yeah that I was, was go.
1: spot on i was like yeah. how long have you been
0: practicing
1: that? that's, that's just insane. the sore throat talking guys it's
0: the court <laughs> my shot in, in the
2: dark is it not being there because it's funny to me at this point because it's been it's been oh it's gonna be at this one for sure and it's been like what three years
0: um, yeah funny, so like Ghost of Tsushima I'd like to see I'd like to see Last of Us Factions um, and the third one that's like a shot in the dark I'd love to see a new IP as well from one of the big studios but I think what we might see and I hope to see is Ubisoft's Star Wars game I oh.
1: think
0: Ubisoft has their big thing coming up in like a week or two from now I think and I think this would be perfect for them to do like a cinematic trailer And then we'll have more information at our show. And then that gets people hyped for watching the Ubisoft show. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, There's definitely going to be something like
2: that where like they say more, more to come at our presentation. There's going to be at least two of those for sure.
0: It'll be a, it'll be a cinematic trailer and I am totally fine with that. Cause like rumors are, is that that game is much closer than we think it is. I don't think it's this year, but I think it's
2: probably, I mean, I hope a lot of things are closer than we think it is because it's been so dead.
0: What are you talking about? I got like a backlog of games from this we year. We had it's this great. conversation last week. This is what you missed. I know, and I was, yell- I was yelling you, at was with, with my burning With your burning sore throat. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of my illness. I have disease. I had a disease. It's apparently cordyceps the way that that clicker sound went. I was going to say yeah, you yeah, have a disease liking
2: The Last of Us.
0: <laughs> Sleep right. with like a
1: door locked in a separate room from the rest of your family <laughs> because you're turning later on today. <laughs>
0: uh all right two games that you expect to see this isn't necessarily ones that you want to see but what are the safe bets if you were in vegas and they're taking bets on this what are the two that you're putting down that we are definitely going to get okay i'll I'll take one off. cinematic gameplay doesn't matter
2: i'll take one off the board that you guys probably are not thinking of but kojima has been very very early posting death Stranding 2 is 100 going to be there
0: I thought we've already gotten the trailer for that. Like we've already Well, seen I mean, like, it's going to be there.
2: Like, I, unless you're oh, talking yeah. like something that isn't announced yet, well, that's a bit harder than it's no, going No, no, to no, be. no,
0: no, sorry. I okay. misunderstood. Yeah, I'm with you. Death Stranding will yeah. definitely be there.
2: And then, I mean, I could go with the easy one and say Spider-Man 2. Um, uh, is there another one? Oh, you know what? Stellar Blade, that uh, Korean, like, anime titty, uh, like, Heavenly Sword-looking game that they had. That's definitely going to be there they need they need the Wii population to be happy so they'll put that one in there. there there there's my way out of out of the really
1: obvious one yeah my answers are only very obvious but i guess that that's the point of the question final fantasy 16 and spider-man 2 like those are the two where i assume we're getting those two especially 16 it's coming out at the end of june it's like the perfect time to give the trailers that we've already kind of seen and even more gameplay or i don't know but i think they'll both be there
0: yeah final fantasy 16 is just the safe bet because i don't think it's gonna be huge because like it's almost here like i think people are at this point if you're interested in it you are or you're not but i think it'll be there same as spider-man but i think like my two like they're gonna be there but they're not the obvious ones is death stranding 2 will we'll get like a gameplay trailer for it and the second one i think is gonna be the final fantasy remake i think that one will get a sequel. Or like a trailer mm-hmm. for it as well. I mean, there's going to there's gonna um, be a
2: whole square next section. I'm sure I would not be shocked if there's a whole block that's 16, 7 Rebirth, and even Kingdom Hearts 4 as well. So.
0: Oh, God, I hope it's not Kingdom Hearts 4.
2: Oh, there's going to be there, and I'm going to be mad at that because I'm still not happy with the last trailer they put out.
0: Um, Last one. This is like sort of a random like prediction shot in the dark thing. Um, I'll go first on this one. For me, I'm going to make the prediction that there will be no big playstation vr titles announced there will be playstation vr titles and it'll have like that like also available in vr but there's not going to be like that big first party vr game announcement i think vr is dead on the vine and i don't think you're going to see anything at the showcase
2: can i counter you then go for it it won't be first party but playstation will announce half-life alex on the psvr too wow
1: now
0: i'm going to be watching this I will tomorrow accept that. Like I will accept. Yeah, I'll do intensity. that. I'll take that. I'll take your actions
2: <laughs> like that. That'll be my ke- that. I have a list of like shots in the dark. That that's my big VR one because if they really want to get some attention to that device, that's going to do it.
0: I don't think they're going to try and get attention to that device. I think that device has been sent out to die. Ooh. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll. Re- How about we meet back this time? Ne- ne- this time next I'm, week. I'm. We'll, we'll I'm, I'm. ready. ready
2: we have... for sometime around six or seven o'clock Eastern tomorrow. Or I guess technically today, as this episode comes out, me putting in the Discord, being like, there was a whole five to ten minute section of PlayStation VR, you pleb.
0: <laughs> I'm not, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not say there wasn't going to be no VR. I'm just saying it's going to be a bunch of, like, third-party indie, like, throwaway there's kind n- of There's
2: stuff. no way that they have a section without it being something major from their side.
0: Hey, Google, set a reminder to message Alex tomorrow, uh, or sorry, Adam, uh, tomorrow at six to tell him to suck He's it. He's so mad at me, he can't even get my name right. He's calling you Half Life Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got Alex in my head from there. All right, Google has an alarm set now to remind me to tell you to suck it tomorrow after the conference.
1: Nice,
0: and you're welcome. I did it after six o'clock when the alarm, like when you actually get a chance to watch, because I know you have to work. Yes, see, I'm mm. curious, but I will be telling you to suck it.
1: Well, I think it's pretty obvious that the way out there thing that's going to happen is PlayStation All-Stars 2. Um, I'm pretty sure it's it's coming back, uh, and it's going to be an exclusive for the PlayStation Vita 2. It's going to be insane. <laughs> Bam. Um, yeah, just like, give them double barrel. Really... <laughs> yeah, just double barrel, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, a part of me does want just the chaos of, like, a new portable PlayStation being announced. Just well, there's that rumors
0: floating around that there are making one.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Actually, stream. you know what? That's the thing that's gonna be out there, like that cloud gaming only or whatever. What was it? It was like the
2: the bat, PlayStation, the PlayStation bad idea.
1: Yeah, the PlayStation <laughs> bad idea, the, like the PlayStation streamer game. or just piss for short.
2: <laughs> but it's it'll just be called the Bedea.
1: <laughs> the Bedea. <laughs> yeah, like I think that that gets uh, like shown and kind of just like weren't, weren't. like people immediately just posting about that like because if it is what it sounded like it is yeah and they're probably pretty far in R and D that it's like well we should probably just release this it's probably cheaper than just canning it. And that's That's how we got
0: the that's how we got VR2. (laughs) And that's how we got VR2.
1: (laughs) Yeah no I think it's that that uh PS5 uh cloud version of like playing on the go, whatever it is.
2: I hope not because no one's gonna buy that thing. No no, no. You you think that like I disagree that the V the VR two is going out to die. That handheld, if it's a thing, is going out to die.
0: Well, like I mean, I tried VR, like not VR. Sorry, I tried the Xbox cloud streaming on my phone when I got my Game Star, and it ran like garbage. Like it frame tearing and like low FPS and like it wasn't good. Yeah, and I can't imagine I that PlayStation it's, it's too early doesn't much better.
1: Yeah. yeah. And the, I've even tried the remote play like in the same room with the PS5, and it'll mm. be like fine for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden, it's just like pixelated, like 14p screen. I run into that
0: sometimes when I'm now, doing the remote play. The only thing I can see them doing is doing a sort of not a handheld because we ever did like the rumors ever confirm that it was a handheld or was it just a streaming device? Because I could see them doing like a PS. Well, I TV think the original kind of
2: articles thing. was mentioning like it was going to be a handheld, but I think it's all it was all speculation.
0: Because I could see them doing like a PS Vita TV kind of thing where it was like, hey, like just a you, have a you have a PlayStation in yeah. your basement, you know, but if you're upstairs and you want to play video games like, hey, instead of buying a whole other PlayStation 5, here's a little stream box. You hook it up. Doesn't even have to be hooked up to the Internet. You could just run an Ethernet cable through your ducks or something like that. Yeah. Work via via wi-fi if you want but like hey you can access playstation plus or you can stream your console anywhere else in the house using you know ethernet or or whatever and i can see that being a thing i could definitely see that it's basically the uh, steam link box that yeah. steam had
1: come out with same idea which it's was remote very, successful. very successful very mm-hmm. successful of a concept
0: for sure yeah you, so i could you charge that. you do it 100 bucks 150 bucks and it becomes an add-on to your playstation because like i'd love to play playstation 5 in bed but like I don't want to bring it up and I don't want to spend another 600 bucks on a, on a console. Like, yeah. Or even 100%. if I have like, cause I have digital, cause I'm an old man. I don't have digital at the disc, but like if star Wars is in there and I can stream it upstairs. Cool. Like I don't care. Like that's fine with me.
1: Yeah. If, if it could be plugged in through ethernet, which mm-hmm. would make sense, that would be, I would even think of getting that for my TV upstairs. Cause I, that would be pretty cool. It
0: would give it a fair shake anyway. Yeah. 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 My question for you guys, and this is just off the cusp, but like, cause we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but like how important do you think this conference is for Sony? Is this like a make or break thing or is this just,
2: no, I feel like for me, this I, is just, I feel like Xbox daunting. is way more in the make or break scenario than Sony is right yeah. now. Sony yeah. just needs to not fuck up.
0: I, I think Sony is in not a, fuck they're up not, position. they're not
2: free and clear anymore, but I think they're more in the lines of like, just show us some cool stuff. You'll be off the hook. Cause we're going to be busy looking at a few other people before you.
0: Well, I think the problem with Sony right now is that like, we don't really know what they're working on. Like, the only thing we know is we've only seen Spider-Man, if I'm correct. No, yeah, factions, but the argument not... is
2: also that that's their competitor's problem, but Sony's winning right now. So I think for 100%. them, it's just, it's just show off good games, you're okay. Like, you're mm-hmm. fine. I think people are far more ants- antsy about what Microsoft's doing than Sony. I think people are just more like, Sony's been quiet for so long because they haven't been doing anything apart from State of Plays that people are like, okay, so finally you're going to show us all the stuff you've been hiding from us for the last 12 months, right? 24 months. I I think it's it's more like Sony just needs to do good because they've kept the dark so long about all their stuff. So I think there's that way of looking at it. But I think there's not a hot seat to this. I think it's just a matter of we just want them to show us a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: I think everybody could turn on them very quickly, though. If the showcase... Has if like it's like nothing. a state
2: of like a state of play plus it's gonna go yeah. really bad but yeah. i don't think, that's I think people
1: would get upset because i think that's... it's it's june right it's like the e3 time and if you come out to e3 even if you're in great they're also going first a... yeah they're going so... first. i mean that could also be beneficial who knows yeah
2: like to me i would not want to be going first and put out a very short show so i no, feel like no. they're gonna come gunning mm-hmm. Maybe not, well, I think maybe not super gunning because maybe they don't have enough to do it, but like, I don't think they're going to be hiding back anything that they know is going to get some buzz.
0: I think that this is a huge issue for them in that like, it's not make or break, like they're doing totally fine. But I think the idea is that we don't know what PlayStation's up to and there's not much on the horizon. And we are pretty much in the like golden years of the PlayStation five. Like, you know, we're past that first thing we've, kind of let go of PlayStation four. We're not hindered. Like this is where we typically get the big bangers. And if they come out with this conference and it's like, Hey, here's final fantasy 16. Hey, here's Spider-Man. Hey, like here's a bunch of stuff that like you knew was coming. Like we need to know what's coming down the horizon. Like, uh, like coming down the pipe. Um. So like for you, like what's the number that
2: you're going to want to have of games that are like topped for you to, to think that it's a good conference. Is it three?
0: Is it five? Is it seven? I would say we need to have five, and how it and we're down talking we like
2: met... AAA, like big name, like something that's, that's... yeah. Because like, I mean, sure, from... like a couple of indie games scattered throughout that look interesting, or one thing, but it's not what
0: we're looking at. I'm I'm yeah. saying we almost need to know what every studio is working on right now. Like they like, don't need to, me, to come out and say. Like, I, I
2: think the argument is like we want five games, whether we're interested in them or not, but like five games that the overall gaming community would go, that's a big deal.
0: I think yeah. what they need to do is they need to come out and say, hey here's our game for the for the summer fall i know i know they do more like here's our big game for 2023 here are two games for 2024 that we're working on and here's something to look forward to in 2025 so i would say like you need one gameplay like preview thing and then need two like cinematic trailers maybe with a little bit of gameplay but just like hey here's what's here's what to look forward to after spider-man and then here is something that like early days and so like Here's what like Gorilla's working on, but like I think we need to know like what Naughty Dog's working on. But we need to know what, um, I mean, we don't need anything, we don't always us anything, but like, hey, here is what um, Naughty Dog's working on, here is what um, Insomniac is working on. No, no, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch goes so we need to know, I think, Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, Bend, and probably Gorilla. I think So I mean,
2: realistically, more. if we were like putting Vegas odds on it, you want you want them to go. If you want them to hit the over, they got to hit over four point five before you think it's a good bet.
0: Yeah, I think if I, if we do like, I I would say yeah, anywhere between three to five big ones. Like I I, I think even five is a pretty is a pretty doable one for them. I th- I I'm think that's three, pretty fair. I'm saying three, not including Spider Man. So four in total. I
2: think three if we're counting first party. I think five plus if we're talking overall, and I think they'll have that. I don't think that's that's yeah. too much to ask for. I think we'll see that.
0: Yeah, I, We just need to know what's coming down the next two years, because right now after Spider-Man, we know Wolverine's coming at some point. Last of us factions has been talked about, but like God of War is over. Uh, Horizon is kind of dormant right now.
2: Well, like, since you Europe. since you skipped me over, I can put a little insight on that with my one shot in the dark. So go. For,
0: oh, I'm so sorry. We did. We did skip over you, Adam. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: But because uh, cause I had a couple of ideas originally because I was skipping through, like I'm almost certain we're going to see some Metal Gear remake action. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's coming. I'm pretty sure that we'll see something about Silent Hill coming back as well. I have a feeling about that too. And then the other one that I had originally was I was thinking something to do with, with um with uh From Software. Armor Core notwithstanding, I think whether it's a Bloodborne remake or something of that kind, I would expect. The big one though, and this is why I was saying the... Ghost of Tsushima 2 is not the, oh, here's one more thing. My shot in the dark is we're going to get an Uncharted 5. No. That's my shot in the dark. You're going to get a cinematic trailer for a new game with the daughter. That's my that's my big uh, shot in the dark.
0: Interesting. That's, that's just Tomb Raider. Here's the,
2: here's the I thing. I fail to it's, see it's, the it's, issue. I do not think dar- the crowd is going to say that when that trailer comes out.
0: It's a, it's a loop. Tomb Raider is actually a sequel to Uncharted. It just came yep. out before. Kind yep. of like episode four five six came up before one two three.
2: Okay, well here's the difference. The girl the Uncharted girl's probably gonna be gay, so that's gonna piss people off, but it's gonna be slightly different from Lara Croft. There, I solved the yeah. problem.
0: Okay. Elena's last name Tomb Ra- is Raider. So that's why you know the, the main character's <laughs> name is Tomb Raider. So in other she words, she's gonna get name... married to
2: some girl whose last name is Tomb. It'll be spelled no, no, like T O O M. Her first name her
0: first name is Tomb. Her mother's maiden name is Raider. And then Tomb Raider just goes out and starts adventuring. Yeah,
1: this is exactly the canon that I'm... We've
0: never seen... And she'll also
2: be Persian, so we get Prince
0: of Persia in there somewhere. Maybe Elena came from, like, old money. Maybe her family has a manor. We never saw that.
1: That's true. She's
0: she's out there making crappy documentaries about Nathan Drake. Like, no, like, that screams to me rich kid money that they have enough money. They're like, Daddy, I want to go get a yacht.
2: And we're going to just connect it to more games. (laughs) And it's also going to be about... You know, gods in the past. There's going to be an Abstergo level corporation going on in that thing. Just look, we're going to reboot Assassin's Creed, but we're also going to ruin something else you love, Kalen, with that kind
0: of storytelling. Adam, we're trying to have a serious conversation here. If you're <laughs> not going to take it seriously, I'm going to mute you.
2: Oh, and also, there's going to be no Splinter Cell information again. Just, just to kind of throw that
0: back in, just because I know you're. Adam, all I'm, I'm it. done with it. Adam, I'm done with your shenanigans. You're muted for two minutes. Can you please mute yourself? <laughs> he says
2: the guy who has the who has OBS running and can, can actually control yes. that. Sorry, you Adam, can't please, cut
0: me off. Please mute yourself. <laughs> but mean, yeah, like if, oh. if that, if that, if that was done.
2: my guess, like because originally I was thinking like maybe they'll do something really off the cuff, like maybe they'll say here's the big changes we're going to make to PlayStation Premium, but we know they're not going to because we just saw the stats. There's more Premium accounts right now than Extra. They have no reason to change premium as to what it is.
0: Now, here's the thing, though. I would say that, that those numbers don't matter until next year, because everyone- But that's why they're on. not going to
2: say anything, because they don't have exactly. to change shit yet.
0: <laughs> That'll yeah. be the next showcase. That'll be after I everybody's s- upgrade from PS Now runs out. I mean, I'm not disagreeing that there's going to be a Uncharted 5, I, and I think that's probably what Bend is doing, because Bend, I think, is the only other studio who has ever made an Uncharted game, and that is the Uncharted Golden Abyss so oh. i mean it's possible but i don't know if that's like their one more thing i'm just their saying one that, more if thing. that
2: if that was a one more thing it would work
1: oh a, no you know to me,
2: me to me the one more thing of this thing is either going to be an uncharted or it's going to be that metal gear remake that's that's my opinion
1: i can here or it's a ps5
0: pro slash ps5 slim uh oh i can see if i can see a slim i don't think i can see a pro yet because like people are just oh, no. getting their hands people are just yeah. getting their hands on it but i can say they better like,
1: not do a pro now i think that would upset people we're already like, talking
2: about new nvidia chips let's not kid ourselves here they 100% <laughs> would do that
0: and i would be a sucker and i would buy it the oh. one
2: i i guess the oh, other overall question 100%. is going into this do you think like do you think this is going to be like, if you were to guess, like, what's the grade you think this is going to end up being? I guess that's the last thing we can really do is, like, with knowing what you think is going to be there and kind of your general
0: vibes, like, how do you think this is going to go? Oh, S tier, <laughs> buddy. God damn it, Mike Mirror. It's going to be S tier. Um, I think that we're in a prime position where we don't know a lot that's going on. So it's set up hugely for, like, big reveals, big shocks, big surprises. We don't know what's coming, right? This is one of the few times... One of those perfect stars. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what people are working on. So it is very possible for us to just have a banger conference of surprise after surprise after surprise, big hit after big hit. Yeah, It's Sony. I could see them not doing that. I know we're yeah, on I'm the- personally like we're-
2: leaning in the B plus a minus range right now, just because I'm like, I don't I don't know if they have enough to put it that far over the edge. Believe but then again, Adam, because we don't know anything, they may have that possibility you have to believe in
0: something, Adam, and I believe I in do. S-tier conferences. Yeah, I'm, I'm going in with Extreme Oh, I did it this time, Hope. S-tier. Oh, you did it. You did it. Hey, it is so backwards when I'm looking at it. Come
1: on, S for Sony, not S for Sonic. S for Sony, <laughs> not S for Sonic. Yeah, now I'm going in with Extreme Hope, where I think it's going to blow my socks off in the sense that there's going to be reveals where I'm like, even if it's like two or three games where I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting that. And I think that's that's, that's what I'm hoping for sure there's a part of my brain where it's like it's sony they could possibly come out with not a bad conference just a you know like oh cool nothing really there but i'm going in with the hope i'm going in where it's going to be an a a plus i'm going in
0: i always kind of envision sony as a company as like that emperor in like any coliseum games where they just have like total disdain for the audience and they're just like sitting there at top of like their like palace like terrace and just they're just they're just down laying down there their, like,
2: with somebody feeding them grapes
0: yeah and they're just like looking down like throw throw them a caucus; they'll be happy with it. And like, you know, just that'll shut them up. Like, I always just kind of picture them up there, like total disregard for us as consumers. But God,
2: actually, awesome you know what? I will. Can I make an extreme shot in the dark? The, like the sure. one that's like if there is a zero point zero zero zero, there's not enough d- somebody comes places. out and says,
0: hey, guess what? We had a chat with Bill Gates and he wrote a lot of zeros. <laughs> We're out, uh, guys. No.
2: OK, I'll, I'll give you two. I'll give you like the one that I know is not going to happen. They're going to announce a major acquisition. That's not going to happen. If, if I'm going like super, this is what I want and it will never happen is we're going to get a Kevin Butler commercial back.
0: That's my, that's oh, my
1: huge one.
2: It's never no, going to happen. No. Fun,
0: so so- fun Sony's dead.
1: Fun yeah. Sony's
0: dead. Mm-hmm. Fun Sony's dead. They, had, they graduated from school. They had to get a job. Now they cut their lawn on Saturdays and pant- New Balance shoes and aren't fun anymore.
1: Oh. That is them.
0: They're, they're, corporate, they're <laughs> corporate Sony now. Ooh. I miss Fun Sony. You know what though, that. acquisition wise, I feel like Sony should acquire Ubisoft. And not was, Ubisoft. no, I don't want them to. I no, I think to. it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Think about it. What kind I of? I don't games want that are... cancer near Sony. No. What kind of game? No, but Sony's running it. They're just going to once again suck the fun at Ubisoft. There's no, mo- no, no, no more. No more no, just no. dance it's, conferences. It's,
2: it's like it's it's like as a Maple Leafs fan, I know curses too well. I don't want any and anything
0: remotely near Sony that no, might mess with it. You're looking at the wrong way. It's not that they're adopting. I can't Ubisoft help get the it. Cancer no you they're going they are the 20 year old blonde haired gorgeous girl who marries this 75 year old guy with cancer and they're just there for like the money once the company's dead right they're there they're just like hey you got that assassin's creed third for third person action adventure game just also yeah that's what sony needs more open world sword games you're buying the ip adam you're buying the ip you get splinter cell there you but get like at least if they buy
2: Square <sighs> they at least buy a couple of interesting things that are different from their library. How dare
0: you, sir? How dare you? Okay. You forget the what, great. Title what what does
2: Ubisoft has that's, that Sony could use that isn't already one of like the thousand things that they have already
0: going? Just, just dance. dance. Thank you.
1: Just just dancing.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, you're right. They bring they back also, Sing star. Te- technically they also they also get Rabbids which then is now tied to Mario. Boom, they now have Mario in their pocket.
2: Yeah, good luck with that.
1: Yeah, I think Nintendo would have something to say about your legal uh, lines there.
0: I'm just saying, like, <laughs> and Ubisoft... And also, has... no,
2: they don't need Splinter Cell. They're about to announce a Metal Gear remake. But you know what, though?
0: They could have both how dare, how dare you? How dare <laughs> you? Splinter <laughs> Cell is far better than Metal Gear. But, like, if you think about it, like, the IP... Like, the games that Sony makes are great third-party action-adventure games. That's what Ubisoft has done as well. You take, you be, you take Assassin's Creed, one of, like the biggest franchises in video game, like modern video game history. And you can make the argument. Oh, it's not good anymore. Shut up. Everyone knows who Assassin's Creed is. Like you talk to anyone who plays video games. They know. It. And if I, you like, it's hard, find a gamer who has not played a single game and you will not find it. You'll find a bunch of liars. Um, okay. You take so that and
2: take- do, do I need Sony with Assassin's Creed? No. Do I need them with the crew? No. Do I want them with Watch Dogs? No. Do I want them with, uh, Tom Clancy right now? No, not really. Do I uh, want them with your no, Whoa, 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 no. whoa, 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 do whoa, whoa, whoa back Far up, crime? back. No. Back <laughs> the
0: fuck up, sir. If you get there, we want to talk about something that Sony doesn't have. They do not have first party shoot, or first person shooters. You well, get they them bring in the room. That solves that problem. They, they start making Rainbow Six and they start making it properly again? Or you get a Well ghost, then they should just like, bring
2: back SOCOM.
0: Yeah, I don't think SOCOM has the same thing. If you said hey, Rainbow Six is back and you're doing like the tactical like SWAT thing, I think people would go for it. Uh, Look, look.
2: I'm saying this, admittedly, as someone who could not give a fuck about Ubisoft right now. There is almost nothing in their current library that is active that Sony needs.
1: But Sony would do well to have it. But I think just having your
0: you're buying the IP, right? You're getting Prince of Persia. You are getting Far Cry. You are getting Splinter Cell. You are getting Assassin's Creed. You are getting The Division. You are getting um, Rainbow Six. You are getting Ghost Recon. Like, there's a lot of IPs that have a lot of potential that, like, sure, Sony can make their own knockoff version. But if I'm
2: picking a studio for them to get, Ubisoft is not at the top of my list because it basically interferes with a bunch of the properties they already have.
0: But you know what Ubisoft is that Square Enix isn't? Cheap. Ubisoft is not doing well right now. I don't
2: think that's true, actually.
0: (laughs) I don't know they're publicly I'm, traded
2: i'm so honestly just buy from, i'd be willing like, to bet that square is knowing. a cheaper
0: buy i disagree you've got square enix coming off the high of uh like you know final fantasy 7 i think 2016 seems to be big forespoken like they're just knocking banger after banger after banger and yes I'm being you did not just forespoken. say forspoken. No, I'm banger being totally, in the same <laughs> sentence i'm being totally facetious there um but like square enix is arguably i think at one of the best points they've been in the last you know 20, i still don't like, think they're, they're worth years. more than Ubisoft though I disagree. do well, they just buy both? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Little the old Oppo commercial. Yeah, Here, gonna, I
1: mean I'm they could check get, right get the JRPGs, the shooters, and the open worlds, and then boom, they want to
2: See it. what they might be worth.
1: If I were to buy Ubisoft, How Ubisoft much right now is it? worth
0: twenty-five euros a share.
2: Okay, you may actually be right, but I'm also going by numbers that are kind of hard to tell because it's saying that
0: what's the conversion Ubisoft of a market Japanese... cap
2: of 3.68 billion squares a market cap of 6.09 billion, which is honestly surprising to me if that's true.
1: Be just money like, in the bank, like Nintendo. Well, well, like my thought process just...
2: is how bad is Ubisoft been doing if it's only 3.89? Because with the Dude, amount well, of licenses they have, that's shocking to me.
0: Yeah, but those licenses don't come cheap, right? And yeah, you think about they, it, like they spend a lot with... on those games. i still think the likelihood would be way
2: more of square just because of japan but either way like i think if i still had a choice like ubisoft is maybe like the third or fourth option
0: to me i'm not saying that ubisoft is the best studio to get i'm saying ubisoft right now presents the best value to get in the sense of cost to what you're getting and i don't think like ubisoft also has amazing like talent like they don't make like they don't make they make broken games, but like their games aren't Look, bad. Like, I'm they, sure that the ship can scope. be
2: righted. I just don't want that ship.
0: <laughs> See, I think it makes sense. I think you get you buy it for the IP, you buy it for the skill. You shut down Ubisoft. You basically just do an asset acquisition. You get the people, you get the IPs and you just amalgamate those and make a couple new studios. And you start just turning out the games that people really want. Well, well,
2: we Let's defer to Chris. We're I'm sorry. sure his answer is like, he, he just wants both. <laughs>
0: Uh, that is literally my
1: answer because square (laughs) and sony makes sense japan they've already had a relationship forever final fantasy and playstation just go together um plus i mean if i was actually
2: going to put like my number one is capcom and then two would be square and then three
1: is probably ubisoft i put square ahead of capcom for some reason
0: Adam, you have to change the layout of this show. The fact that, like, on our thing, it's like me, you, and then Chris. You need to put Chris between the two of us. Yeah, I got to be in the middle. Like,
1: and I just got to put my hands out like this at all times. Like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. You're both right. You're both, both right. Both parties make equally compelling <laughs> arguments. No, it's true, because if they bought Ubisoft, I think all that's right, fine. Good.
2: Nope, that's the wrong frame. Oops. <laughs> don't, don't do it right now. Jesus, don't break the show. <laughs> what? It's fine. Nobody, if you're on audio, nobody has to see it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but if we they buy so it, see, it. see,
2: look, if see, if Chris goes away, that's this fine. This is weird, I've
1: been I've been erased.
2: <laughs> it's fine. There. Oh my god, I'm back. Here we go. It's all good. There we go. Ignore yeah. the fact that I'm clipping in the frame a little
0: bit, and ignore yeah, the fact high that, high that my names, name's still don't match. What? Hey, look, <laughs> I can, I, I'm reaching out and i touching. I'm in. Chris, Chris, in <laughs> oh, yeah, box? I didn't notice that. I'm Oops. in your box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, get out of my house. It's like Hollywood Squares
1: uh what's happening
2: what's
1: happening
0: what's ha- up <laughs> ah uh, it's still working no I too give far up. no you're in my i give up <laughs> this is why we don't do it live here wait 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 no go back I'm nope, too back. late no go back no go back I'm to five. <laughs> oh, uh.
2: we, we gotta stop happening. the shenanigans for the audio podcast folks
0: <laughs> oh man we got so off track here guys i think that's a good that doesn't happen that, on the show ever no we are strictly professionals here wait this is a Uh, show we've been (laughs) when do
2: we start recording uh actually just so you know i didn't hit the button
0: god damn it (laughs) (laughs) all right ready to start in three two one let's do it all over again adam you need to cut it right there you need to cut it right there and then it, like finish like this week's episode cut it at the end of that three and just I, like, we'll I like i can't i can't
2: do it let's actually end the show proper plug the socials oh. you son of a bitch let's get on with it all right
0: ladies and gentlemen uh you know it. we've got discords we've got twitter reaches out there if you want to send questions do oh. it like link tree link E. forward slash pixel play pixel play podcast Uh, reach out to us there we'd love to have you there and i'm really disappointed that i had to do this um because i'd rather just cut it out on three so let's hit the record button in three two one